Gotti, how bad is just a little mildew and mites in the grow? Come on, just a little mildew and mites? Okay, hey, okay. I only smoke a little. <laughs> Welcome to Dude Grow Show, guys. We're going to talk about that. How bad is a little mildew and mites by Crumnet Worldwide? Interesting DGC. I like that. Crumnet Worldwide. Right. Worldwide. Uh, as well as. In grower questions, white powdery mildew before harvest by Tater Canna. Tater Canna. Yeah. Hey, I picked a couple powdery mildew. They're almost the same question, uh, but figure we could dive a little bit into powdery mildew today. Hopefully not that deep into it, man. I don't want to get any spores on me. In the news, how much does it cost to buy weed at New York's only legal marijuana dispensary? This doesn't look too cheap, by the way. Was, we got a winner of the Dank Nugs contest we're going to announce today. A little bit of what we're smoking on and having a good show. Get ready to hang. Cannabis news, culture, entertainment coming at you, baby. Yeah, Thanks, we are guys. working. This is a New Year's resolution. We are doing Monday's show on Monday, man. So is this real time, dude? Wait, what day is it? It is really Monday. As I could right. tell, Scott didn't say I have a case of the Mondays before we sat down to record, but was like, guys, we got to get going. I'm losing my steam a little bit. Come on. Man, you know, I have not smoked weed. It's been Scotty, uh, the businessman today, which I'm more of Scotty, like the stoner guy that owns a business. Jeez, man, it's a, a little much today. Talking to lawyers and not being able to do it while high. So I'm about to get high for the first time today, man. I'm going to relax. We're going to do that. Who calls it an attitude adjustment? One of, oh, it's my buddy down in Florida, man. He says, you need an attitude adjustment. That means we're going to roll a joint. <laughs> this show brought to you by Real Growers, guys. Realgrowers.com. Uh, Scotty making growing easier than ever with a single plant bundle. Check it out, man. 15 bucks, guys. You get six packs of recharged single pack, stick packs, a uh, pack of 75 gram grow dots and yeah you can rock your grow man for up to 16 weeks so try it on one plant like i was afraid right i'm afraid of going to any one part nutrition because i was never used to them back in the day when they came in a bottle they usually suck uh, but this is granular nutrition and so far it's worked out pretty good for people i, I give it, it my dude's approval scotty it is working out great. And man, my system, my grow is working out so cool with uh, just being able to show up. I know I'm not supposed to brag about this because growing is my hobby. Uh, but man, just to be able to go in there and if I'm not feeling well, if I'm going on vacation once a week, you go in once a week and you keep an eye on the plants. I give them a little top water and a recharge and uh, it just works. So that's that real bucket system. I actually uh, am building a few sets of real buckets and we're going to see what happens. Probably give a few away to DGC and uh, just see how other people do with them. I've been really enjoying them. Yes, I remember calling the, the, the hangar and in the background, uh, Rowdy Rick, your contractor, I heard celebration like the first clean cut because <laughs> I know cutting plastic and cutting buckets can be a dangerous and freaking annoying thing. For sure, It is. You know, Warehouse Kyle came up with a brilliant way to cut them. Uh, you have to, unfortunately, it'd be so easy. I'd love for everyone to just take a three gallon bucket, slide it inside of a five gallon bucket. But unfortunately, there's just a little too much space. There's just a little too much space to, uh, uh, man, there's a trick that Hempy kind of, I don't know Hempy, but he taught it through uh, his posts. Don't go above two inches of water when you're doing these, uh, you know, any kind of shallow water culture, any kind of uh, sip bucket. You don't want the water to be thicker than two inches. And uh, I played with it for for years. I've been playing with these things and I finally found out I'm going to make a video and show everyone how to make these. They're a little bit of a pain in the ass. So we're going to make a few for everybody. But um, you have to cut an inch off the top lip. So I'd done it with a sawzall before it looked less than professional. <laughs> No warehouse, Kyle. Brilliant man, inside pipe cutter for uh, nice. PVC. Excellent. Uh, if you guys want to get some of those dots or recharge in Canada, dudesworld.ca and the pros list. If you're shopping for grow guys, dudegrows.com forward slash pros. Check it out there. But with the Dallas today's future or future pro, current pro. Shout out to Canna Coco. I'm actually be hanging out with Chet um, out at Lift Expo this weekend. If any Canadian DGC are going to Lift Expo. See what's up. I think I'm only going Friday on industry day, yo. But uh, man, I saw, did you get, you ordered some Cocoa Blocks, no? Like the uh, Amazon or some shit? 
almost called Chet. Chet's our can of cocoa rep. Uh, she's been in the industry forever. And I love can of cocoa. I always end up going back to it. But just if I'm trying to get people growing and telling them what to buy online, just getting a giant bag of cocoa shipped to your house uh, is a little bit inefficient. I started playing around buying different types of cocoa blocks. What? Just do it's like a tanner. It looks like 12. a shipment's come in. This looks like illegal goods. Yeah, yeah, but a tanner twelve pack. Uh, come on in, and I'm playing around with them. I am learning all about buffering. I've had really lousy cocoa before. That's just unbuffered. The pH is a mess on it. And what buffering means is cocoa will grab calcium and magnesium from uh, from your nutrients from the soil. I'm not from the soil, from the nutrition though, and it'll kind of lock it up. So it's important to pH, I'm sorry, to buffer that cocoa. And that means adding CalMag as you're expanding it. So it already has those yeah. CalMag uh, uh, attached to it. It's uh, like old yeah. news, man. It depends on if you're buying inferior cocoa. I mean, you know, like featuring Canna here, ready to use out of the bag. No buffering required, if you will. The, the cool thing that. is that there's nothing, go ahead. I'm sorry, they do the buffering for you. And man, you want to talk about the calcium and magnesium issues that you get when growing. A lot of that can be caused right from the start from improperly buffered cocoa. So yeah, it is one of those things where, okay, Canna has blocks because that's what I'm going to recommend in in the uh, real bucket system is just those Canna yeah, blocks. There's plenty of people, Rowan's coming on board, Prohibition has fallen. So not everybody has access, you know, all you have access to is your home depot or your local gardening center where you're picking up some ocean forest. You nice. can get the can of cocoa blocks right on, right on Amazon. Just go to you Amazon can? if you want and, and hook it up. And I wanted to end this by saying, don't forget how reusable cocoa medium is, especially if you're using an enzyme like Canazyme with it throughout the grow process. It's ready to plant again at the end. I want to try this on my next grow, Scotty, where you don't even take the root ball out of my three gal. Loosen up a little area for the seed, plant it right in there, and just go on with your next grow. It depends sometimes on what your inputs are, but you can reuse cocoa. We've had different growers on the show. Um, we've talked to uh, is it Michael over at Royal Gold. He's like, dude, I got some guys in Humboldt. This is like their eighth time. And, and yep. they're all reamending a little bit, but that's really cool to be able to reuse a growing media time after time. I agree. And by the way, how dumb does it feel when you would drive by people's grows and see like um, bags and bags of media, you know, whatever, just uh, cocoa or something. I'm sorry, not cocoa, but even like peat, you're just like five gallons of peat in the little cheap plastic pots and they're just throwing them away. And you're like, that's just that, ignorance, not when I was around. When I worked at uh, GrowWise in Lakewood, Colorado, we had a commercial grower. And I'm like, what are you guys doing with all those bags? They'd buy shit tons of those white plastic grow bags, and they're filled up with a mixture of cocoa and peat. Yep. And I'm just let me know when it's harvest time, baby. And I'd go out there in my old little Toyota uh, freaking toaster-looking van and just load that thing, top to bottom, front seat, everything, filled up with those yeah. grow bags and take it back and share it with my neighbors. I mean, could you imagine peat takes hundreds of thousands of years to make, you know, for the earth to make it? And I'd be like, yep, it's good for three months, man. You get one grow cycle out of it mm -hmm. and you throw it out. No, nah, not the case. But cocoa is the same way. Cocoa does have a tendency after a while. I've been saying after a while to compact. Uh, so you just have to watch that a little bit. But man, for the most part, I re I definitely reuse my cocoa. I'll take the uh, just take the root ball out. I'll beat my root ball and nothing. Nothing, Grambo. <laughs> I'll find it in editing. <laughs> There'll be a joke in editing. Don't worry. I'll just, I'll take the, you know, just kind of, I don't plant with all the roots and stuff like that. Cause those roots are going to rot and they also take up space that, uh, uh, yeah, they just take up space. So I like to uh, remove the root ball, but yeah, I'll definitely take a big tub and just mix that cocoa with a little bit of new stuff. And I will give a shout out to Canna again. I always end up going back to Way to Grow and buying bags of Canna cocoa. It is the, it, you know what it is? You don't have to worry about it. It's just one last thing to worry about. When something goes wrong, you know it's not the cocoa at least. <laughs> it's not the cocoa. Uh, uh, hey, we got an announcement here. DDC producers. What's up? Oh, I was just saying, when you have CalMag issues, when you look, man, a magnesium deficiency is a real thing. It's one of the most common deficiencies in uh, cannabis. And you'll see intervenal chlorosis. Google that and you'll see what a magnesium, well, Google magnesium deficiency. But having unbuffered or poorly buffered cocoa is one of those things where you're scratching your head first month and you're going, damn, I got a mag deficiency. 
what's going on? Is it the cocoa? Yeah. You know, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. No, it's nice to eliminate those. I, I, I will shout out to that. Hey, did you see producers? We had another Saturday show. I want to shout out to Grambo for a pretty awesome intro to it, incorporating a Saturday morning cartoon theme. That was, that was classic. Sweet. Thank you, Grambo, for keeping yeah. it fun. We're having a new show every Saturday, guys. We're hooking things up. We're going to seeds, grow gear, just talking as well, just hanging out in our robe, chilling, uh, and wanting to give back to the DDC producers. Um, also, yeah. you and Banner have been working on stuff, right? Yeah, first off, Grambo, I appreciate all the uh, just the fun you have with it. You can tell that you are Grambo's uh, Google handle is Grambo Edits. And it's something you love to do. Yeah, well, it helps. A lot of the DGC have been reaching out and being nice. Like Grow Mom has been uh, reaching out. I talked to JPen87. I mean, I'm going to start writing down all the cool DGC that hit me up on Instagram because it's so cool. And it really does. It makes it like, like I, I was telling Grow Mom, I'm going to, it's going to be a little bit different each week. I'll be adding in little cool, fun moments each week to, to make it a little bit different until, you know, because with YouTube, YouTube is very specific. It, it wants us to start fast, go, go, go the whole time. Whereas Patreon, we know you guys are cool you want to watch so, so i can play around i can have some fun so yeah prepare on the patreon show we're gonna have, we're gonna have some fun it's yeah. it, we've only been doing it two weeks it's only gonna get cooler as we go so yeah thank you guys for trusting me to play around yeah you know what banner's been into that man he made a post it was interesting we made a post on patreon or he did about auto flowers yeah. how do you do your auto flowers bunch of people chimed in man there's some great information there and it actually we'll be talking about it next uh, saturday show that's one of our main subjects in the show so yeah yeah it worked out so good me and banner decided every saturday we're going to make a new post something i think we're going to talk about uh uh, minimizing your time with whether you do a veg room or veg and you know a veg room and flower and when do you time your clones and all that stuff Uh, we're going to be talking about that this weekend on saturday so go check it out on patreon man Dude grows, dudegrows.com forward slash support. If you want to check out those details, come on board, join the Saturday show, join the crew, get all the deals, too much to mention at this given point in time, dudegrows.com forward slash support. I'm going to shout out a couple of you guys right now. I'm going to give it up to Torpedo and HG Buckwheat. What's hey. rolling on? Who you guys got? <laughs> but Ben's Buds. You ever smoke Ben's Buds, bro? They're pretty good. I have nuts. They're pretty good. All right, Ben. You have to share with me. What's up with your buds? Let's take it the Dank Nug Contest, man. We have a Dank Nug Contest that uh, we just finished, and we got another one to announce here. Uh, we forgot. the winner of last we, Yeah, we got so excited hanging out with Potent Ponic Steve. I, they, Lil Real goes, Lil Real and One Eye Cat Cannabis have a run of these contests. And it, we're trying to, whether it's the Patreon stuff or the Instagram contest, man, we really are working. It's a new dude made fun of me for having a New Year's resolution. But man, New Year's is a good time to, to try new things, man. So we've been doing this. And uh, just shout out to One Eye Cat Cannabis and Low Real for doing this Instagram contest. Freaking cool, man. Yeah, today uh, we have a winner. Who do we have? The winner is going to get some Irie Genetics Lemon Jeffrey sought after strain from Irie Genetics. And this winner took it, man, had the most likes uh, by far. And it was the Maui Dragon, guys. Maui Dragon for the win. I think I got a link of it. Yeah, right here. Check out the tracks on this shit. This was obviously like really good photography for this one, which does kind of help for the win. It's not everything, but you got to show it off. Yeah, you come on, say trikes on trikes, dude. Yes, trikes on trikes. And this is the one that uh, Russ Ruckus Grows 420, congrats, got from his grandpa. I remember that story. We featured it a couple times when his grandpa passed on some genetics to him. So that's freaking awesome. Hell yeah. That's gorgeous. Um, This week. So how are we doing this, Scotty? We have three more dank nugs coming up. Yep. We've already picked them. Guys, we picked dank nugs from dudegrows.com. Put any nugs up on dudegrows.com. And then we have another three here, and we pick the winner at Wednesday. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you the methodology behind it, man. Uh, me, Lil Real, One Eye Cat Cannabis, if Banner's around, you're very welcome to participate. But I think it's Friday evenings, Friday afternoon. We go in, we look at all the dank nugs that were submitted that weekend over at DudeGrows.com. We pick three. A lot of times you can't pick the three dankest because there's so many nice <laughs> ones. But we pick three that we think would be fun to, to highlight. Uh, we offer off a pack of seeds for the winner. And then, uh, what is it? The next 
I'm sorry. It's the Monday show. We announced a winner, right? Yeah, we announced a winner today, man. All right, I got it. I'm still getting used to this too, okay? <laughs> yes, yes. It's only the second time around here, but we're doing good. We got the team taken care of it. Let's do these th three nugs that we got uh, today. Uh, and go over to IG to vote, guys. You'll see the post. Instructions are right there from one eye dank nub. Number one here is Maraschino Pie by LA Devil's Lettuce. Wow, right. this is by Echelon Symbiotic Symbiotics right here. Remember, he's the one that has the uh, the beautiful descriptions, or he or she has the beautiful descriptions. Yes, and beautiful bud, man. I'm looking at this. Uh, this is the creme, is what I call this cut. Super gassy, sweet, creamy, and sour with notes of mint, leather, nuts, <laughs> and sometimes a faint cherry. In the jar, she smells like vanilla ice cream cones with a touch of leather. Instant behind the eyes effect with full body pulse euphoria. Very potent and explodes in the lungs. One of my favorites, um, which is animal pie crossed with Mendocino Marciano. Marciano. Man, I feel like ripped Thank off. You. Mine just tastes like weed. <laughs> uh, next one up peanut butter, butter cup. Oh, no, peanut. Yeah, peanut butter cups crossed with cookies and creams by Dab Slayer 3000. Whoa. I don't see why I have to slay them. Wow, that's gorgeous. <laughs> and what one eye cat cannabis has all these comments. He has them as comments pinned up top, and you just like whichever one that you think should win. Most likes wins. And on uh, Facebook as well. Apparently, we're incorporating Facebook, so both no, ones will be face tabulated together. I I actually just had a meeting. We are not incorporating Facebook, man. There's only one place oh. to vote, okay? We are consolidating. We might post them over to Facebook, but your votes don't count on Facebook, man. All right? It's anachronistic, <laughs> sir. Wrong century. I'll be honest. I, if, if it was not for the Dude Grow Show and or my son mountain biking, I would not have IG. I mean, it's not uh, something I would just, I need to fit into my life. But I understand it's necessity and it's cool functionality now. It hasn't creeped into your life. Like I'm an old school Facebook guy. I scroll on Facebook and find out it's my brother's anniversary and give him the thumbs up. <laughs> Isn't it real? I actually just gave the generic happy anniversary thing when you press a button. I was like, I have no more material than this. But it shows you the Instagram reels up top. And I'll be damned if they don't get me, man. Everything that I'll show you at the end of, at the end of this show is from these weird, not, not just funny Instagram reels. How do we not have a thing called Scotty Reels on Instagram? We need to make that a thing. Wow. Damn, <laughs> oh, wow. I see where you're going. Ah, I like it. Scotty Reels. <laughs> Coming in Google, like, happy anniversary copy. I'm sure you can find some copy and paste shit that's like, damn, Scotty's so sentimental. Like, I don't know. My brother goes, happy anniversary to my wife, who looks even better 28 years later. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if that works or not, man. What are you saying there? Shout out to JR Token. He's always messaging me about chat GPT. So if you guys ever want to write anything sappy to your family, just have chat GPT write it for it's you. It's fucking scary. Grambo, I was talking about Facebook. I, I like made eye contact with one of those chat advertisements. Mm. And now it just sends me all sorts of AI solutions. And like, I'm listening to the football announcers yesterday and I'm like all the uh, announcers doing commercials. I'm like, holy shit, five years and any voice work is going to be just taken over by chat AI. You're going to type the words in and you're going to go, oh, yeah, let's make it sound like that a little bit higher. And you're going to have people oh, like you that oh. just tweak the voices. It's insane, dude. Keep your eye out, DGC. I'm I'm capable of some of these weird technology things and I'm going to do something weird eventually. And I'm going to let dude and scott no but you guys aren't gonna know we're gonna see if we can make fake dude and scott someday that I might be like an episode 1500 is really say that man all right that i think, it, I think it'd be fun i think it'd be fun let me give uh dab slayers quick uh grow grow style here it wouldn't be fair if i didn't yes. this was end of the week end of week nine in flower i'll be cutting down this sunday grown under optic led slim at 600h five gal buckets would build the soil 3.0 I had green 444 slash 284 as my base, which is just their dry formulation of a veg and a bloom formula. Um, oh, there should be dashes between those, man. There should be dashes between those numbers, and it makes a lot more sense. Like, that's yes. the end. Reach, recharge throughout the uh, grow until about week three of flower. It's good. Week 
1967, I started to use New Mill Winter Frost. Excellent. This plant had vigorous growth in veg and had red stems the whole time. Must have been genetic because I had no deficiencies in my grow. I don't even look. Scotty might call me out. I don't look at my stem colors, man. If my plant's looking happy as hell, I'm having no issues. I don't take, oh, I have purple stems. There might be an issue into the equation. I know there are some issues that stem coloration can be signaling, but typically I'm not eyeing that up that heavy. You're a soul uh, grower, man. Right. You're a soul grower. <laughs> Thank you, Dab Slayer 300, man, for uh, the one more here. We got uh, peanut, no, cheese, straight up cheese from cheese. I Love Growing Marijuana. It's Ultrix Grower. Just I love cheese. I should have a cheese plate while we do this show. Kind of hungry now that I said it. Wow, this looks dang. I mean, I can seriously say it's hard to pick only three. That All thing's awesome. Cool. That's what I mean. It really is hard to pick three. If you submitted dank nugs, you make dude grows better. We appreciate it so much. Uh, it is just kind of hard to pick three. So we kind of, I don't know. Actually, you know what? Good descriptions are something we look for and really good quality pictures, of course. But we start again. This one nugs. was uh, mainly organic, blue sky organics, mycorrhizae. Um, plenty of worm castings, Gaia green, again, soil amendments, crushed eggshells, uh, diatomaceous earth, and microbials I use are microsinasals to transplants, and of course, a recharge, man. Nice. Beauty. Freaking beautiful. I wonder how they're using crushed eggshells in the grow. Crushed eggshells aren't becoming plant available within a time frame of our plant growing, to my knowledge. Ah, Maybe it's tough. No, no. I think if you use a, a bunch of microbes, it will degrade those eggshells. I mean, crushing them, the smaller uh, the pieces, the more surface area, uh, the easier it is to digest. Maybe pulverized eggshells. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, yeah. sifted eggshells, man. Nice. Go vote, guys. Go over on IG. And uh, you can see just do the likes there. One eye's got the instructions, directions. If you're on Facebook, then you're just, you know, you can't vote. You're old. You're Don't looking, about you're it. just looking, <laughs> all right? You're just looking on Facebook. What's the winner get this week? You know what? How we pick, dude. I got more Irie Genetics. Rasta Jeff, great friend of the show, uh, gave us a few packs, man. So we gave out the Lemon Jeffrey last week. I got Sour Diesel by Arise, which is first bump. I got The Machine, Kim De La Kim by Arise, and uh, Blueberry Butcher which is Blueberry Cookies by Jack the Ripper. Uh, Grambo, you know what, Grambo, because you're a comedian, and I do believe, I don't know if Rasta Jeff is a comedian or just enjoys stand-up comedy. Rasta Jeff is a VIP at our, our home club here in Colorado, the Denver Comedy Works. Yeah, I know he's yeah. a big patron and fan yeah. of stand-up comedy, so let's give out The Machine. The, the machine. machine, I like it. I All like right. Creme de la Creme by a Kemp. Chem de la Chem by Arise. And this Fuck is tall, yeah. branchy, fast-growing plants with gassy chemical terps, man. Ooh. Sounds good to me. Yeah. All right. Stay tuned. Live show Wednesday. Oh. Announcing the winner. Get voting. Let's get into Grove Talk. Grove Hang Talk. on. Good question here, man. Well, you asked for my system. Dude was like, hey, man, you can't give away seeds twice and stuff, so can we make a system? And he's like, maybe like a post-it note or something, Scott, you know? And uh, I got a system for you, dude. I'm going to take them from the left, and I'm going to put them on the right-hand side, all right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, so Anything you know, on the right-hand side. Show how, how I try to keep the flow going, trying to hit a set time, 22 degree, not going to be like you know stringent on it but then there is after the show shit for sure i do get accountability we gotta get the growers their seeds and the shit they're winning um and warehouse kyle is the man to make it happen so we got it all right the machine which is pretty sweet i haven't grown that yet it's on the right got side got it <laughs> that's the right side can take it um all right go talk question i'll get into this uh how bad is a little mill doing mites by crumb nets worldwide I'm not talking about a lot here a little bit of mildew, so we could do it. Let me do the narration here. Um, how bad is a little mildew in mites? As soon as you bring it up online, everyone's like, toss them, burn them, cut them down, even if it's a small little spot. Uh, how really bad is a small amount of mildew and mites? Remember blunts of brickweed? Uh, how dirty do you think that was? <laughs> Yeah, and let's get something so, straight. I'll roll mites up into my hash balls and smoke them. Mites don't scare me, man. 
first thing I'd probably consider is phase of growth. Just where am I at? The way you know. Yes. You always preach, got you know. Once you're, you only have so much time and flower and veg. You don't, and these plants will grow vigorously when healthy. So sometimes you just need to replace them. But you can usually handle. Really paranoid about the little bit of mildew. The mites. If you're in mid veg, early veg. You haven't even gone to bloom yet. We can probably take care of those mites if you're vigilant. Yeah, but I was just joking wise, about. Man, I was just joking about the mites, what? but I kind of what, what I meant. Uh, the I wouldn't. I would be really worried about powdery mildew. Powdery mildew is those spores. Man, when those spores get into your lungs, I don't know about what happens when you smoke them, but it is really your body has a really hard time passing or, or getting rid of uh, fungal infections. It's much better at getting rid of bacterial infections, but uh, man, it is dangerous. Even the smallest There's, amount of fungus inhaled is dangerous. Bringing it up man. as well, so. Yeah, you're on point. He's like, it can kill somebody. He's like, somebody that's compromised with immunity and whatnot. Yeah. So depending, obviously, on how much you have, and there's a lot of variables there. Right? You were right. Also, uh, I wanted to feature Killer Sativa's comment. It says, a little mildew is more than one spot, and that's an issue. Even one spot in flower is really too late spray unless you see microscopic spores. So that's what – I have never been in a garden where – People had mildew at any phase of growth, and it didn't come back again. I just I haven't seen it. it. It's creeper, man. It's just I don't know if I can say it's systemic. I don't think it is. But dude, once I even the guys that would use at a couple guys, hey, don't worry, Eagle Twenty, everything, it still come back, man. You need oh. to cut the, but they never stop their growth cycle to clean. I'm like, you gotta stop. You gotta get all the plants out of here, right? Yeah, and um, just in case there's new growers listening, you might hear like old school black market days. If you have powdery mildew, you can buy this stuff on Amazon called Eagle 20 and you spray it and the mold and mildew just goes away. And yes, it will. Ornamental plants, ornamental plants only. And yeah, yeah. You obviously want to use this cannabis. That's meant, yeah, that's meant for Home Depot to not sell you mildewy plants, you know, and, uh, you know, ornamentals and things like that. It is not meant for anything for consumption. And you want to talk about when you can bust the reason why those things, I'm sure if they wanted to, they, I'm sure if they were clean enough, they would get them registered for human consumption. But it's because they, uh, when they combust, they make carcinogens and just really bad chemicals uh, that they're not uh, approved. So, man, do not take the shortcut ever and get the, you just go and get yourself some, was a fluoromite is the cheat for, I shouldn't even be saying this, but and then the Eagle 20. Um, yeah, so just avoid doing it. It's really bad for you. And just, man, you don't want to, this is medicine. You know, you don't want it to be anything but. Some practices real quick, I'd say. And thank you for the disclaimer there. Um, Getting off for powdery box. mildew. If I see powdery mildew at any point in the grow, um, except I saw it one time when I had 10 days left and my buds look great. And I found a, si a spot of PM like the size of half of a dime, we'll say. One spot, right. scouting the grow. At that point in time, I am going to keep continuing to grow and I'm going to scout in that grow every single day. You know my style with a little tiny spray bottle. I like the ones, it's, it's almost like you could put it in the holster and it yeah. uh, puts out the finest mist. It's like what you get from a health food store. It's meant to spray like essential oils or perfume. I put on my preference is ATAC from Optic Foliar. Copper, copper sulfate. Scotty's like, dude, are you sure about this? Because some people don't like spraying anything, especially, but you can spray this up to the point of harvest with no tricone damage. I've done it. I've scoped it. I used the 60 times. I looked all over a bud that I used. It's not going to cure it. You still got to go in there every single day and make sure because you're not wanting to live. Once it gets into the flower, like we were saying earlier, you gotta, you're done. So when you see any, and it's not ideal. So that's why any other point in flowering, veg, I'm cutting down. I've seen that shit come back too many times. You can spray right. and get rid of it, and then it comes back to haunt you in flower. So, so and it's your environment for the most part. Big uh, when you have big temperature and humidity swings, uh, powdery mildew loves that. So, and then it doesn't magically appear. You're bringing it in from somewhere. So from somewhere, it's coming yeah, on killer, your clothes. So, yeah, be careful. Killer Sativa was saying that. Figure out where you got it from, and when you cut down. Clean, like hospital clean, fighting spores here, man. Get really, yeah. really, really good at it. Another product that comes to mind, Procure, uh, P-R-O-K-U-R-E, I believe. Google that, Procure Cannabis. They have a uh, chlorine-like type gas thing that 
gets their oh, like, surface. Now, this isn't for foul plants or in there. This is in right. between shit. They also have sprays as well. Um, he, you are right, gas. man. I forgot what it is. I'm making, it's I'm making chlorine gas. Scary. It's some kind of two-part system that makes chlorine gas, and it sounds so fucking scary, especially because we're going to grow plants in it. We're like, let's kill every bit of life on this thing so we can grow plants and introduce. But it's true, man. You're introducing the good bacteria, the bacteria that you want to grow in there. Just like when you do mushrooms, you know, you autoclave and sterilize everything because you want that good fungi to take over. Makes sense. See, the title of this sure question, the title of this question uh, was uh, how bad is a little mildew in mites? And it made me think what's what's allowed in shit. So I just searched real quick, USDA limitations in food. And I found some creepy shit. It's like so the USDA allows canned citrus fruit juice can contain up to one maggot for 250 milliliters or one maggot per cup of juice. And they have allowances <laughs> for like rodent shit and grains. Cause like, you can't avoid some of this stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> I remember I got this candy like back this in the day. It was oddly enough, it was called Mary Jane's and I got like a handful of them. And then I ate probably three or four of them. And my mom got a phone call. Uh, don't eat the Mary Jane's. They have maggots inside them. And so I grabbed the rest of them and every <laughs> single one had a maggot oh. inside it. <laughs> Oh, there's yeah. interesting insect parts like per bag of nuts, shit like that. But what are you gonna do? It comes from nature, man. Insect insect parts are good for you anyway. Yeah, you can um, eat a bug, man. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> you mentioned you had little mites too. Did you want to talk about that pure crop one before we go over this next question? It was That's interesting mildew. stuff. We were talking, uh, me and Banner were talking about doing some of that, uh, you know, question of the week on Patreon. I'm going to put this one in line. What do you guys do or, or what do we do when we have uh, uh, powdery mildew in, you know, late in the flowering? There's a couple new products out there and this looks to be, a lot of them are just horticultural oils. Uh, this Pure Crop One is interesting, man. Banner and I were reading about it this morning. Grandpa was reading about it. Grandpa, the closet physicist. <laughs> like, did you? I don't know, man. He knew his shit, but it's actually really interesting. They take like corn oil and I did two different oils and they, uh, Grandpa, come on, help me. So it's like, I, I didn't go super deep in it. I was just talking with Banner in it and it, we weren't sure if it was like electrostatically charged in some manner or if it was a polar nonpolar situation, but it uses some sort of, uh, you know, mechanis, mechanical electromagnetism to like uh, pull out the, the spores because the spores will uh, launch down and then they launch their little, do you know what the, the thing is that they, they insert their little stamen thing, but they'll go down into the plant tissue. Right. And so once that's in there, you can't really get it out. This kind of supposedly is removing it almost like, like a corkscrew almost. So it pulls it out and then it washes away like a surfactant. And then also has uh like, what is it like biostimulant sort of like uh, things in it too. So it almost seems like a miracle thing. And you said you had some sort of information like inside that it's probably a legit product. Uh, it seems to look I like it, man. Hey, Grandpa, thanks for making me the biggest, too, man. appreciate you, man. You don't have to make yourself so small, though. Well, you know, I'm a slouch. I'm, what, I'm dressed like a slouch in a hoodie today, so I just kind of shrink. It's the only instructions I gave Grandpa when he showed up. I want to be big. I want to be big. To uh, add on to Grandpa's point, it's, it's really just a clever rearrangement of nanoscale molecules and their electrical charge, what makes it a very unique, very unique thing. You know what I'm saying? That's why it fucks with the dude. It does, man. It fucks with the dude. Any DDC knows, let's check it out. I'm all down for products that are freaking innovative. Uh, innovative, pure crop one. Um, let us know what you think. And we got another grow talk question here. Why not? Let's double it up today on the same subject. White powdery mildew before harvest by Tater. Tater Canna. Happy Whoa. New Year, DDC. In week nine, finishing up a run of Grandmaster Sexy from Exotic Genetics and two <laughs> bag seeds of Pink Tut and Motor Breath. I found white mildew on the leaves around week three. I was able to keep it under control of neem oil and the water treatment weekly and, and stopped at week six with a recommendation not to treat three weeks to harvest. I have some mildew. This just confirms everything we just said. I have some mildew popping up on small fan leaves at the buds, and I'm looking for some help with what to do. Should I wash after harvest, treat before, throw it out? Of course, I'd rather save it. Considering bud washing after harvest with water, lemon juice, and baking powder. Anyone have an experience on how to come out with the best product? After handling this, hey, I saw week three as per before. I'd cut. I'd get rid of my crop. It's so hard to do. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, but man, it's gonna 
freaking creep on you and it's gonna up your labor by so much to where it's still yeah week yeah. Eating, i'm getting rid of it i'm starting genetics over yeah because you got one washing six... paper bug uh, bud washing What's sucks, that? man. You got these delicate trichomes, man. You don't want to knock the heads off them. You start having spraying water on there. It's uh, um, and then Grandpa, we were talking about it before. Your bud's never dry. Yeah, I did bud washing. My friend had like a giant eight pound harvest, and he's like, "I'm not willing to give it up, no matter what." We're washing it, and it came off, and it looked like it was going to dry properly, but it never like the flavor. It was just, yeah. it was hay. So not saying we did it perfect. Maybe there's someone out there like I bud wash like a pro, but yeah, no, d- definitely use that as, as a I, last, I, last resort. Do, 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 do a deep dive on dudegrows.com using the search bar. I did. Um, and plenty of the DDC have done bud washing. It seems to pertain more to your outdoor crop. Um, and when you're getting a dust or whether there's residue from fires caused by insects and showing some pretty dirty water after bud drying, and again, like respect to DBC saying, hey, the, the, the bud that I washed was smooth as hell. It was really smooth. They didn't say that it seemed to cause too much trichome damage. I don't like it myself, like kind of for in, especially if you're an indoor grower, I don't think it's meant, bud washing is meant specifically to handle mold and mildew issues, more to clean up the bud if you had an outside dirty situation. Right. Sufa, I'll chime in and says, it's probably best. Oh, so it's probably toast, but you can kill powdery mildew um in a wash just as note here you don't use baking powder you use baking soda and that's not going to kill the powdery mildew first bath of hydrogen peroxide and water will kill powdery mildew and any remaining pests on the plant and then the second bath is where you put the lemon juice and baking soda the lemon uh, will degrease the oils you sprayed on your plant and the baking soda will agitate the water and help them all come off so basically in summary that goes i wouldn't even fuck around with this in a mold or a mildew issue i'd chalk it up as a lesson to learn and next time you reach this point before um, be more aware and don't let the same things happen that cause it again. And sometimes you can be aware as hell. You can be the most aware gr- grower and it's just going to happen. It can happen to anybody. Yeah, I, I like rusty nuts. I'll say, <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're getting all sorts of uh, sound bites here, aren't you, Grambo? <laughs> I like rusty nuts. King. No, I think this is probably where I got the pure crop one subconsciously, but uh, it says pure crop one. You can use it up to harvest. So, yeah, I, I was investigating, found that as well. Looks like interesting stuff. Need more research on it. What, there's treatment is something that people use as well. I don't know if you can use these up to harvest or not. Yes, man. Well, the Pure Crop One's claiming mildew and mites. I know there's other products that have that claim as well. Um, we'll check it out. I want to shout out to some DGC producers. But before I do, I'm supposed to say, hey, if you guys enjoyed that, grow talk, comment, like, Subscribe over here, I think, Grambo. And and share if you can. Share on social media. A lot of people have been sharing it through Facebook Messenger I've been seeing. So I appreciate you guys sending it through the uh, the back channel communiques. Can you move a subscribe button around with my hand while I do this? (laughs) I can say that I I issued the challenge on one of the shows. I I was like, dude, point, and I will make sure that that annotation gets put there. I had to mirror you and zoom in and rotate, but yes, that annotation was put in there. And people have been responding. They have been sharing. We've been seeing the numbers go up. New people are seeing us. Thank you, DGC. Yeah, I would comment, like, subscribe, but there's no room for my hand, Grambo. Okay, not because I'm so big, all right? <laughs> Help me out here. We got some DDC producers like West Coast, Bush Doctor. What's going on? And where do I just go with this? B? With an explanation point? B? Davis. Yo, B Davis, man, all right? B Davis. It's like a man, man. I like it. Yeah, how about Chi-Town Grower 20? 2020. Definitely shout out to Chicago. I, I was telling Scott, I don't know if I told you this, dude, your number one viewership location in all of the earth, Chicago. You are huge in Chicago by 3x the next competitor. Number one, Chicago. Number two, Houston. Number three, Denver. There's a lot of good weed in Chicago, I guess. Yeah. Huh? So, yeah. Shout out to Chi Town fucking growers. Right. Respect for listening. Thank you guys. Let's go. All I'm asking is who's driving. <laughs> What do you got for uh, what you're talking on today, man? Man, I found a jar. I've, I've cleaned up the just the table where all my stuff from Oklahoma was from that cowboy cup. And I found a jar 
It is fucking delicious, man. It's uh from Braden. I don't want to get it's got his real name, so I don't want to uh uh out him, but it's I mean it's like leather, it's berries, it's dude, it's fucking beautiful, man. But um I put this in the volcano. I, I talked to a dude yesterday and he made fun of me because I'm like, man, I gotta. I'm not going to smoke joints, man. Me and me and Kenny are not smoking joints today. We're going to cut down. We went on a joint diet, and I'm aware I just smoked a joint. But just smoking them all day long, man, will make you cough and give you frogs in your throat. So we hit the volcano, and I started putting all sorts of different weed in the volcano. And I was like, actually, this is the one I put in first. And I was like, holy shit. The flavor just popped out, man. I was like, wow, this is really fucking good weed. And then it was disappointing because I went in and uh, put a whole bunch of other weed in there. Nothing tasted as good, man. But it just, remind, it just reminded me, man, good weed that hasn't dried out. Uh, man, it tastes so good in that volcano, doesn't it? 100%, man. Dryer, baby. It's the way to go. It's definitely sure, the only uh, that I see with some people, obviously, the least expensive way to consume cannabis is put a torch furnace. There you go. You need this, a lighter, and, you know, a bowl or a joint. Quality um, vaping device. Volcano is definitely pretty expensive devices to get into for some people. Even <laughs> what's their cheapest? They're mini. I don't know. But a buddy of mine broke up with his girlfriend, and all he gave a shit about getting out of the house was his volcano and then i seen him recently and he's like he's like dude i got it man i got it you're so excited man you you're bringing it back to the old days it's, i think the site's offline now we used to do discount volcano discountvolcano.com and we were slinging volcanoes for 420 bucks um yeah. and tell stores a big old heard about it like you can't do that that's too cheap we don't allow that okay yeah yeah Remember that's where you got it from you're right come. That was awesome. Dude's the serial entrepreneur. Right. Let's take it to uh, what I'm talking on, man. I'm last my orangeasm from Master Jeff. It is, I haven't tried a ton of orange strains, but man, it is on point with, you can give it to totally somebody that doesn't know much about cannabis or anything with descriptions and be like, what do you taste? It has such good orange flavor to it. Oh, um, and orangeasm, not surprisingly, but I'm going to have to plant another seed of that. Did want to throw in what's going on in my grow coming up. I didn't get prepped in time for this show. I have two autoflowers behind me that just came out of the soil. They still have the little helmet shells on. I can see the stems out of the soil. Um, so two autos in studio in this little tent right here that's four foot tall. Um, we're going to see how that goes. I do have a, a carbon filter coming. Um, so we're going to run this as an open grow space. I'm really excited to see how they'll do. They won't be in the most ideal environment because this is also where I work. But I can maintain temperatures in the mid to, yeah, about mid-70s, humidity around 50%. Um, I think that that'll produce some okay bud. I would like it maybe a little warmer, um, but I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. Uh, and what else we got? I'm getting distracted with, um, oh, I want, to, I want to shout out to Flow Gardens. I was busting my ass the other day. Actually, I was trail building for like the first time. The place I rode, I met this trail builder dude. He's like 65, I think. And he's still riding and trail building. And he's like, hey, he's like, all right, thanks, dude. Come on out. We'll build. And he's looking at rocks he wants to. He's like, I'm glad you're here. Now we're both here. He's looking at like 150 to 200 pound rocks. Mm. And I straight up, one, you know, we had been around like an older person. Like sometimes my grandpa used to, when he's like in his 70s, chop wood. And as a young kid, I always remember like, grandpa, you're going to kill yourself. Like you're too yeah. old for this. Or you're around somebody and you want to be protective. And I straight up told Don, I'm like, no, man, like, I'm not moving that shit. One, I don't ever want to be the guy that got hurt building trail. I want to get hurt riding trail. Okay. So anyway, long story short, Flow Gardens, guys, I use their F-bomb. Um, it's a body rub, uh, 3,000 milligrams. The shit is legit. My parents have used it. My wife has used it. Full spectrum rosin extract is what differentiates, it, differentiates this. Again, full spectrum rosin extract in a balm. The only complaint I had for my mother-in-law, go figure about it. She's like, it works really great, but it kind of smells like weed. <laughs> like, like, all right, yeah, that's a good thing that it kind of smells like weed. So if you want a little that, that Dutch and uh, a nice freaking balm to body aches, arthritis, check out flowgardens.com, coupon code DUDE. They also got flour and edibles as well. Great quality CBD. 
Dude, there was a bar of soap in the bakery and I washed my hands with it. And the overwhelming scent of cannabis just fucking, I was like, holy shit, man. Weed, soap, okay? You know people have thought of it already. Take it to the news, man. How much does it cost to buy weed at New York's only legal marijuana dispensary? Right when I read that title, I'm like, a lot probably. Probably a lot more than it does to grow it your own. Um, says Manhattan customers will be rolling up to New Year's first legal dispensary should hit up an ATM first ash joint only lower Manhattan store operated by nonprofit housing works sells a range of products from around 18 to 130 it's pretty vague edibles pre-rolls flour vapes and more are also for sale to those 21 and older yeah um, so here we got a breakdown yeah, I, was, I was just told just it's super look. expensive. I was listening to some people uh, complain outside. Can't remember if it was here or on Facebook, but they were crushed. I mean, they were just like, you know, I can't remember what it was. Twenty dollar joints, yeah, eighteen to fifty dollars. Man, it was. Uh, I think it was way even worse. And it was there was. I think there's thirteen percent tax put on top of it, and people are just like, "Fuck this, man!" I can go over and. Uh, you know, get it from, you know what the guy said? I can walk over to Washington Square Park and get better weed than this shit. And he's probably true. Although I bought yeah, a blue and a $130 ounces. Uh, so yeah, $40 for eights. I think that is a premium flower, which who's to really say, is that premium flower? Um, seems like a lot of places, I mean, which I'm concerned about the black market because the news is definitely covering it here in British Columbia, man. These people that, are putting up their money and their savings and they're running, you know, legal businesses on the government side and charging people tax and the black market's still crushing it with better weed, cheaper, pissing them off. So wow. I don't want to see people. I mean, what? I mean, that's surprising. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you should be able to supplement your income with, if you sell great weed, uh, be able to sling it to your friends, you know, or your friends' friends. You know, the free having that whole thing, it's a false. Somebody said this, man, they're creating a false sense of scarcity. Uh, Cannabis isn't scarce. There's plenty of weed out there, man. It's just that they're creating this false sense of scarcity to charge uh, shitloads of money for it. It's never got back in the day. It's like when I was, you know, slinging some weed, making some money on the black market. And then I put it right into my community and pay tax on it like a sales tax. Like, let's say, man, that was a good month. I'm going to go get a bunch of new mountain biking shit. And I felt good. I'm like, I'm supporting small business, giving back and paying a little sales tax on it. But I forgot, oh, man, definitely you got to supposed to pay your income tax on that. How many taxes do we have? I always ask that on the show, at least probably three to four to five, or there's an you know, infinite amount. Man, I heard somebody talking about just the power of cash. And they were talking about if you take a $50 bill and then there's 3% that's taken off every time you swipe that money. You take $50 worth of money. And then every time that you do a credit card transaction, you swipe that. And then you're, you know, the guy, the dry cleaner. I don't really do dry cleaning, man. The grocery store person uh, uh, swipes the card and it just goes down and down and down. And they're like, the $50 becomes worth like, I don't know. 25 bucks after not that long it's just crazy the power of cash compared to uh swiping your card all the time how's that for a diversion uh, i agree this is such a mental game i think about that sometimes man because i when i have cash in my wallet i like it to stay there i think of it as like an emergency backup like i might have to ride somebody mm-hmm. but <laughs> if i got a card it's like oh okay i can use my card you're right man every time boom get hit with fees Especially yeah. small business. They don't like American Express. I'm an American Express card holder. Really? Small business. You hate a little Not Canadian yeah. Express? <laughs> <laughs> no, no such thing. Blammo. Uh, all right. Before your social media here, uh, with some good memes and make you know, slap on the shout out a few more producers. Like, look at this, Uncle Jim. What's up? Here's about your crazy cousin, Bobby. And <laughs> Bare Metal. Bare Metal. Bear. You got Scotty. Uh, the fungus among us come on man the fungus among us and mr roll another one i like that you gotta call him mr <laughs> j-dog gross thank you for the support y'all i really appreciate it yeah it's forward slash support you want to check out our producership i just renamed it producership 
Well, as a matter of fact, everybody go hang out this Saturday. Go check it out. Banner and I will have a post up. We'll be commenting. I think there's even rumors that we're going to do our best to hang out Tuesday night on the Patreon uh, uh, Discord, right? Voice only. I don't want to have to comb my hair. I don't want to do my hair or nothing. But yeah, we're going to do a little voice only hangout. Me and Banner are going to show up. So uh, Uncle Jim, you definitely better show up, man. But the rest of y'all, come on, let's hang. Dude, I'm looking at these vids here. Scott, I've never seen ice mining before. Um, yeah, I just wanted to ask you, which of these jobs would you do? You have to do one of them. Here's mining ice in fast motion, which looks awesome. Dude, it is amazing. I guess they're mining it for cold food stores. It's interesting. Why are they mining the ice? I don't know, but it's a Pretty trip, cool. man. I mean, dude, look at a guy standing on you that block of ice. <laughs> All right, so that's number one. You can do that. All right, what do we got? What's number two, Grandpa? Number two. We've got oh, come the craziest on. welding I've ever seen. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a welder. Get paid like $200 an hour, man. Come on, he's hanging off an really, oil rig. at a guy. Yeah, just right over the ocean. It's right there. That's not bad. There's nothing too dangerous going on there. That guy's Russian. I guarantee it. Fuck that. Only <laughs> Russians do shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What's number three, man? What's, number three might be the worst one out of all of them. They're just beating sunflower seeds. There's sunflowers to get the seeds out. And something tells me that's probably worse than trimming. Bro, that's the drummer of Megadeth. That's <laughs> the drummer of Slipknot right there, <laughs> isn't it, man? He could wow. be. I'm going uh, the welding guy because it's going to be the most uh, non-monotony. Um, like this guy beating a sunflower to get seeds out all day long. I'm going to get right. tired of that. Yeah, the ice the guy ice who's running forklift, moving ice around. Like, yeah, I get tired of that. But the welding guy, he's adventurous. I'll, I'll be the welding guy. Yeah, yeah, I think the welding guy. <laughs> <laughs> At least we'll it ends down, quickly, though, man. man. That's it, dude. That's it. That's it. <laughs> All yes, right. Sir. You give a deep thought. We're passing up on your deep thought photo. Hey, if you want, man, yeah, I was going to do this one or a little bit time constraint, yeah. but all right, just click on this, Grambo, if you would. All right, check this out. It says these two images are separated by 66 years, and it is the Wright brothers at Kitty Hawk flying their first, uh, just flying their first airplane, 13 seconds or however long it flew, and it is Neil Armstrong saluting the flag on the moon. 66 years, bro. Is that a trip? That's interesting. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, well, yeah, yeah. It's, shit. it's like the Ferris Bueller, man. You know, slow down, look around, bro. I know I summarized it, but yeah. Um, the advancement in technology has been insane. I'm just glad that I fly now. Like that I wasn't like doing all the travel when I do like in the 60s or 70s, which probably couldn't afford. Like aviation has come so far. That is gnarly as shit to be back in the day like the Wright brothers trying to fly at a crazy ass plane. Yeah. Man, I'm thinking of Ferris Bueller Stoner brother, dude Bueller, you know? You gotta stop and look around, bro. I like it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> There's a meme All called right, Action Back to the Future. <laughs> Good shit. Man. Until next time, which is soon, we'll be coming at you. Peace out. Thanks hey. to UC. Take her easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck Yeah, we get happy for noon And when the boss says to take a little break That means we're lighting up a dude